Looking for your next holiday? Maybe a long weekend with your mates? Or really need to get to the next game? Then it's time to What If It. What If has great deals on accommodation, flights, car hire and more. Plus, because they're the official travel partner of the South Sydney Rabbitohs, you can head to whatif.com.au forward slash Rabbitohs and use the promo code Rabbitohs15 to save 15% on selected hotels. Conditions apply. What if? It's Aussie for travel. Rabbitohs Radio Podcast. Grant Chapel, Steve Maven and Darren Brown. <laughs> Chaps is red hot here, so my phone was running hot there for a while. But Could you catch him? Well, only if I got a bit of a start. <laughs> it's great for rugby league, but more importantly, it's great for the mighty Rabbitohs. Welcome to Rabbitohs Radio. My name is Grant Chappell. I'm joined by two former Rabbitohs. Darren Brown, Steve Maven. What's doing, boys? Hello, chaps. Hello, Brownie. Yeah, g'day, boys. How are we all after a great win and we march straight into the GF? What a performance. Oh, we just dominated from, from the outset. A little bit of, a little bit scrappy in the first 15 there, but defensively we were, we were outstanding and, and we just... Forced Manly into that many errors. Um, I don't know about you blokes, but I just cannot stop smiling this morning. Walking around the house or up the shops, I just lucky I had a mask on. Yeah, an idiot walking yeah. through the uh, the streets <laughs> today. But oh, uh, Brownie, what a feeling, mate! Uh, yeah, look, um, a lot of people didn't give us a chance a couple of weeks ago. They only really started talking about us when we beat Penrith two weeks ago. And now we're the first ones in the grand final, boys. How good is it? Um, a lot of Rooster supporters turned Sea Eagle supporters. Got to eat their words again, boys. How good is it? <laughs> well, it was well there's only a couple I know that said they'll go for the Rabbitohs, mate. Mick, Mick Ponrit, Paneris, and um, Nath Campbell, they, they jumped on board. But, um, wow, what a feeling. Um, it's going to be an incredible week. As maybe doing a bit of work in the background there. Um, He's got a bit of stuff to do there, but just, I'm just going to go through what storylines we're going to see this week. Steps, just before, there's just so before, many in this team. Steps, just before you yeah. do that, you just said it's going to be an incredible week, and I just want to touch on that. We've got a, a big guest coming up uh, in, in a couple of moments who's actually experienced the grand final week, and we'll get his thoughts on it. But by the sounds of it, it's going to be a little bit different. It might be a little bit um, low-key due to fact that uh, they're up in Brisbane in COVID. I'm not sure if there's going to be a grand final breakfast. Uh, the Dally M Awards are on. Uh, you know, they've been put on in, in two parts. So it's going to be a little bit different in terms of the grand final week than what it's normally like. So hopefully that that uh, that suits us, especially with uh, a lot of young kids in the team. Uh, sure, sure will, mate. But this, this, the storylines are just endless in this team, Brownie. Starting with Blake Taff. You know, he wouldn't have been in this um, position had Latrell not been suspended for the season. Uh, just a young bloke who's come in. You, you, he's looked like he's a seasoned pro. Last night he was outstanding. We'll, we'll get to him later. Alex Johnson equaled a 67-year try-scoring record for the club of the legendary Les Brennan. 29 tries he's up to at the moment, boys. A chance of breaking it on grand final day. Campbell Graham, who missed the semi-final last year, the big prelim. His defence in the last couple of weeks has been a massive feature on a groundy. He's banging on about it. Young Action Jackson Paula, 
you know, a bloke who was much maligned. A lot of fans didn't want him in the side after that game against Manly earlier this year. He couldn't couldn't catch a cold, but mate, he finds himself in a grand final. The rock star after a double last night. Cody Walker, this is his team. He's taken complete control of this. If he wants the ball, he gets it. He leads the line break assist, the try assist. He's had one of the most incredible seasons. And he, and he was just around the ball last night. The GOAT, a bloke who first... 99 games of his career were off the bench. This bloke is a solid starter in a, in a grand final team. Damien Cook, the journos tried to blame him for the last couple of prelim losses. Had a little question mark over him. Guess what? That's over. Damien Cook is into a grand final as well. Yeah. And then the, the mascot boys, Keon and Cam, grew up together. Won 10 grand final. Uh, used to go down the nippers down there at um, South Maroubra. Tommy Burgess, he's got out of the shadow of his brother's. The great Sam Burgess and, and Georgie and, and Luke. The Qantas hostie. Nobody wanted this bloke. He's come on a wing and a prayer. He finds himself in a grand final. He'd never played in finals footy. Joy Arrow, the Gold Coast bikey. He's come down and he, he said, I'm leaving I'm leaving the Gold Coast because I want to win a grand final. I want to play finals footy. And they all bagged him up there. Guess what? You're in there too, Joy. And then and what are the storylines of people leaving? Jaden Sewer, the Bash brothers. He's on the way out to the Dragons next year. He's got a bit to play for. Dan Gagai, who has been outstanding. His leadership in that back line, the carry, the tough carries that bloke does all year. And one of the all-time greats of the game, Benji Marshall, you've seen him walking around the ground in tears last night. It just meant so much to him to get to this uh, grand final. He just wanted one more shot. Wayne gave him that shot in January. He finds himself in a GF. And there's no bigger storyline than, than um, our Captain Courageous, who... We sort of got a little tip off um, without naming names that he had that groin injury mm-hmm. going into the game. And, 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 how, and, and, and how far has South Sydney come to be able to not leak that story at all in the media? No one had a clue that Adam Reynolds carried a groin injury until um, Taffy steps up and kicks that goal. You know, that, that's how far this club's come. We're not letting anything out. There's no cats out of the bag. We're leaking like a sieve in the 90s to the press. Not anymore. This is the number one club in the NRL. And uh, Renault's going to walk out of this club with a grand final trophy. And what about Wayne Bennett, boys? Tenth grand final. What a How lucky are we to have this bloke? Yeah. I know. Chaps, you're oh, on fire this morning. And hello, chaps. everyone. We were just setting up. and I just got to do something you. really quick. Change me That's all right, chaps, do that. We're brought Carry to on. you by the Genius Group of Clubs, NG Farrah Real Estate, and our man, Ian McLucas from Export Freight Systems. And we're live on YouTube now. And... Someone else that's on fire is Paul Cullen, who's just put a $50 super sticker up for us. What a legend, mate. Thank you for that. He supports the show. He's done that before as well. So what this live chat is on YouTube is your comment will stand out when you do that. So if you want your comment to stand out or your sticker to stand out, you can do that. Or you can just help us out and support the show because we do this all off our own bat. Yes, we've got a few sponsors, but... You know, we've invested all that money back into the business to buy laptops and, you know. We've actually got to go to work, work this afternoon, mate. I've got to go to work this afternoon and pay the bills. <laughs> and, and so the people that have joined us so far, Paul Cullen, eyes on cricket with Norman Koshinek. He's a great man. He supported us supported us on the show here. He's helped us out how to settle a lot of stuff up. And David Morton, welcome back, buddy. And he said, morning, boys. Woohoo! We're oh, off Morton, to the legend. GF. And, and, and hates the chooks more than Dave Morton. Don't worry about that. And, and chaps, just, you, just, just a big thank you. Just a big thank you to. So, sorry, that was that, that little intro. You summed up all of our feel, feelings, and and 
just I just wanted to say because at the start of the show I didn't get a chance to. How good was that win? Who was jumping out of the lounge every five, every couple of minutes? Who was running around like a kid? Me. And it's very satisfying to be in this second grand final in 43 years. And unfortunately, we won't be able to get up there. And like I said it on the show the other day, it might be a little bit like Mexicans. David Morton's done it again. He's he's gone back to back. Jeez, he's done he's done he's given us three. There's one. No, that's Paul, mate. That's Paul. Oh, sorry. Paul Cullen. Paul Cullen. Sorry, Dave. Paul Cullen. One, two, three. He's excited. And thank you very much. Man. We love your work. And what I was just going to say is a lot of people are talking about getting to the GF. Unfortunately, it's not going to happen. But it might be like Anastasia Palaszczuk might need to build a wall like uh, Donald Trump to keep all the rabbitos out. Because by land, air or sea, there's going to be people wanting to get to that <laughs> game and somehow get a QR code that's going to get them into the game. But it doesn't matter. I can imagine. And what it was like, chaps, it was a bit like a... And the crew... Sorry, he's breaking up. It was a bit like a home game, Brownie. Did you see all those flags? Uh, unbelievable. You're, you're back, yeah. now, chaps. But it was a little bit like a home game for us, which was great to see. And uh-huh. and, all, and all those things were great. We're going to have we're going to get Terry Hill on in a minute and do a recap. But just seeing Benji go over and give his boots to that young kid and, and the emotion on his face. And I want to just thank you before we move on to everyone who sent us through some photos and images and videos from the night, because that takes all of us to the ground where we couldn't be. So we really appreciate that. People like our man, Russell Hansen and Jazzy Rogers, who's me mate. He's been up there for a few years. Jazzy Rogers. He sent, us that, he sent us that guy sit, um, singing outside the Caxton. And that was sensational <laughs> as well. So. I've got a few more to send through to my cousins there. Yep. Um, Jane Kearns and, and Bree and, yep. and Miani Jenny. They've got plenty of photos there. Yeah, I'll, I'll flick them on. Bit so of keep video sending stuff. them. Keep sending them, everyone. Thank you. And those that are going to the grand final, please, please, please send them through because we love it here on Rabbitohs Radio, Rabbitohs TV, Instagram, website, rabbitohsradio.com.au. It's all happening. So I just want to give a shout out to Paul Cullen. Thanks, mate. Uh, you've been a tremendous supporter for us uh, since we started. So a big thank you to your donations uh, with them stickers. And another person who's just jumped on, Fletch. Now, I don't know whether that's Egg Fletch or, or Brian Fletcher, uh, but whatever Fletch it is, <laughs> it's a shout out to you. And chaps, that storyline that you just went through, it was unbelievable. And I'm not sure if you did mention uh, Campbell Graham, but um, I just want to give Campbell Graham a wrap. And we'll talk a, a little bit more about it later in the show in our game recap. But we are in this position going to a grand final next week, I believe, from the form of Campbell Graham, boys. Mm-hmm. Over the last few weeks, he's been instrumental. And uh, last night's game, once again, was outstanding. His defence on Turbo to shut him down was unbelievable. He bashed him, manhandled him. He chucked him around like a rag doll at some stage. You don't do that to Turbo. No one does that to the Turbo. Uh, except for our man, Campbell Graham, the bean pole. He was all over him. Yeah. And what about the stats, though, Brandy, before we move on from Campbell Graham? In a prelim final, 24 runs, 195 metres, 70 post-contact metres, five tackle busts, three offloads, and 35 tackles with no misses. Is that that Campbell? Uh, Oh, you're talking about Campbell. I was talking about Cameron Murray. Oh, okay. Yep. Cameron Murray. I couldn't wait to get that out because, wow. Uh, here's here's Tez and now we'll just let him in. It's his first time on Zoom. Let's hope he, he he's um he's done that for us. Cam, Cam Cam Murray was just Cam Murray, wasn't he? he? He can get man of the match every time he takes a field, Cameron. Let me tell you, he is the best forward in the game. And yep. once well, again, well, he's another big reason why we're playing next Sunday. 
Oh yeah, look, I mean, look look at some of the stats out of that game. Like uh there he, is. Half, there he is. The big fella. <laughs> There's uh, There's how up. are you, Brownie? Yeah, good mate. Hey, legend. How are you, Mavo? How are you? Good mate. Yeah. Good day, mate. Good day, Tess. Oh, how are you? I uh happy night last night. I um you know I'm split between Manly and South, but uh, Reynolds was outstanding. The Fords are outstanding. Oh, just happy they're in the grand final. Oh, yeah. Well, are you are you really split though? Because I know you're a you're a local boy. You you grew up as a South junior, and, yep. and even though you've won a grand final, we're going to touch on your career a bit later. I suppose your yep. heart's always going to be red and green, Tez. Uh, not just because of this. Um, I, I'm red and green. Um, you know, I was building the air. I played all, all, all my um, junior games in Zetland um, and, and under the under Neil Lewis and Tony Kelso. Um, I'm a Zetland boy, and I'm a I'm a South I'm a South man. Yes, but I've got I've had great memories at Manly. Oh, yeah, so hey. emotional emotional night last night, Tez. Uh, you know, we, we don't get in too many grand finals at Rabbitohs. Only our second grand final since '71. So. Yeah, I think there's a lot, a lot of tears flying around uh, Australia. And what about the support in Southeast Queensland? Rabbitohs, we had some reports out of there. It was 80% South fans up there. What a supporter group this is. We've always, we've always had great support. And Brownie, Brownie and Mabo would know that the main support comes from the Hill Squad, not the Terry Hill Squad, the South Sydney <laughs> Hill Squad. Yeah. We, 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 we've, known, we've known them when... Then when we used to run out the field at 16, 17, 18 years old. But now, look, you know, you, a lot of South people have moved out of the area. They've gone to the Central Coast. They've gone to the Gold Coast. Um, just, but there's a lot of South supporters out there. A lot of people um, would be very happy. I imagine tonight, last night George Pickens would have been happy. Yeah, exactly. Mate, oh, just, just touching on, on the support and... Um, like you said, we've got supporters everywhere. And I remember when we were playing uh, and sometimes you'd play in the country and there's just, we're just so many supporters everywhere, not only, you know, in Redfern and, and around the local area, but like uh, Southeast Brisbane and Queensland and, and all the country areas. And wherever you go, you always see a South Sydney person, whether they're wearing a hat or a shirt, Wimbledon, you know, the NFL grand final. There's always one of them jumpers there. Just behind your chaps, you always see them everywhere. Well, well, you'll remember this, both of you, is that when we were kids coming through the juniors, South Juniors, our main supporter, our, our main trip used to be to Nambucker Heads yeah. and then to Maury. Remember we used to play the trial games? Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think I was ball boy for Mavo once. I was about 13 and then Chucky Jones took me along. But we've yeah. had great support in the country over, over the years. We've had great support. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were. You were not. And I'm going to try and dig that photo up, the old Harold Matz team of you as the ball boy in the front. And little Tezza, <laughs> little Tezza, he came a long way. Now, we're going to do a recap of the game. Chaps, do you just want to cover yeah. these bold predictions we made now or do you want to get into that oh, later? We'll do that. We'll do that later. Do that later. Okay. All right. Well, let's... Yeah, we'll, we'll get so into this game. Uh, well, what, you know, it was a, a game that was been coming for a couple of years with four prelims. Um, a lot of people doubted the Rabbitohs uh, over the last month or two, but... Defensively, they've just come together like a group that I haven't seen change a defensive structure at the back end of a season like this. 36 points to 16. We dominated the first half, 65% of the ball. We just strangulated them, 84% completion. And it was pretty much the cue was in the racket half time, in my opinion, Tess. Yeah, well, the, the, the pleasing thing for me last night, I thought it was a, the first half was very physical. 
Yeah. And, and 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 the and the South forwards I thought were outstanding. I mean, R- Reynolds run him ragged in the first thirty minutes. He was outstanding. But you know, it, 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 it's it's been physical in big games. You know, so I've spoken to some people this morning. Oh, Manly are unlucky here, and they're unlucky in big games, grand finals, state of origins. You make your own luck. Yeah. You make you, you make your own luck. I thought South was physical last night. I know they had a lot of the ball in the th- first half. They were dominant. Um, I, they didn't look like it and beat. Well, you, you're, a, you're a defensive centre, a strong, very powerful centre. You must be happy with this Campbell Graham. He, he manhandled Tommy Turbo. I've never seen anyone manhandle Tommy Turbo like that. Yeah, yeah, he, he was good. You, you know, um, I just thought the forwards were outstanding. Back, back scored some good tries. But I just thought the forwards, if you, mm. if, if you, if you, if you any chance of winning the grand final, they've got to be they've got to be dominant and physical to to either Penrith or Melbourne, whoever they play. Yeah, well, I, I agree with you there. I went down and saw my dad, Dick Maven, this morning, and the first thing he said to me is he loved what Keon and Campbell did. And he thinks we can win it now if they if they keep playing like that. And I do agree. And we just said it before. Cam, Cameron Murray had one of the games for the ages. He ran 24 times for 195 oh. metres. And he okay. did 35 tackles yeah. with no misses. But there's just another couple of things, that the highlights we're just going to mention. Our boy Taffy. We're Team Taffy on... Rabbitohs TV <laughs> makers. We we know the family. We've we've had him on the show a couple of times. And Brandy Alexander was full of praise for him last night, and so was everyone else. He brings the ball back with great leg speed, and that's a valuable thing for your fullback to get the ball and get it back and, and eat up all those meters to get the ball back in the game. So that was sensational. Two try assists. What about that pass he threw to out there to AJ? He liked to put AJ um, on top of the try scoring list. So that was sensational. We love that kid. Chaps, uh, you would have been uh, oh. quite enjoy. That was enjoyable. I mean, yeah, well, actually, off the kickoff, he bobbled the kickoff and knocked it back. I went, oh no, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. That was his only blemish mode. And even um, that face ball he did out to AJ, I think it was might have been for try, try number two. That that was pretty classy, wouldn't it? To get AJ on the outside there. Um, people worried that um, jumping in, he might not have the the ball skills of a Latrell Mitchell, and no one has the ball skills of a Latrell Mitchell. Let me tell you, but yeah, but, but there's so, but, so many classy well, things he did. What what about the boots he had to fill in for? Yeah. <laughs> when when Latrell got suspended, uh, you know, South's heart was in their mouth, and this kid's come in, um, and he's just gone unbelievable. Imagine the pressure the pressure for the for the poor bloke, you know, replacing you know Latrell. Um, yeah. um, you know, absolutely outstanding. He's, he's, he's another player for South of the future. I mean, to do this in big games, it's hard to do. Yeah, exactly. And just so you know, Tez, we're live on YouTube now and there's people commenting and my mate, Brad, you dad Hoskins jumped in and he's, uh, he said, uh, yes, Terry ball boy. Weren't you great and fast? Like that? Weren't we great and fast last night? Yes, we were great and fast last night. So yeah, hockey, welcome. And to all the other people that are joining us for live chat, hombre, Alfisti and uh, and Dan Flores. So thank you. That's there's live chat going on there. Just sort of mentioned well, that. Well, just, just back to the game and, um, like you said, uh, big rap for the forwards. We really, you know, did the work in the middle, but I really thought we pulled our edges, their, their edges apart. Um, Morgan Harper and, and Moses Suley really didn't have any answers for for our center, our big centres. And, and what about that ball Renault threw to Campbell Graham across the face of um, uh, t- young Taffy and Moses Suley came in, was committed to, to young Taffy and... And Campbell put Jackson Paulo down that right wing. Yeah, that what, what was a, a fourth try, yeah. 
to go up 22-0. Uh, just that's pretty much uh, that was all she wrote. Then I mean they were never coming back from from there. That was outstanding. Um, I, I think we've got to touch on Renault's injury. The way the way South um, were able to mask that, keep it out of the media for a couple of days, and and come in and he, actually his first kick he did was at the 30 minute mark and it was tapped back by Cam Murray. Little little cookie scooped it up with a little fast legs, broke a tackle, come through. And then, Brownie, you want to finish off this last bit about Cody, what he did? Yeah, well, Cody, if you go back and watch the try again, he was uh, he was on the ground when when Renault actually kicked the ball. It looked like he'd got taken out, um, and he so he's got he got up off the deck to chase that ball when Damien Cook put that little deaf little kick in that left foot kick. I reckon um, Cookie's seen Cody out of the corner of his eye. And uh, put that kick in. So Cody's actually got up off the deck to, to get to, into that position. So a credit to Cody. He was instrumental in everything we did. He was in everything. Um, his defence was outstanding. His ball play is just second to none. And what he really stood up last night. He was one player that you know the mainstream media say you know says he, he doesn't stand up in big games, but he stood up last night. Oh, didn't he? What? Like, and that's right. He did answer that. And Chap said earlier that Damien Cook did the same. He answered a couple of critics, and Chap stuck up for him in the press conference, which was pretty, pretty nice to watch during the week. But yes, Cody two tries, and he's the guy that's got to do that again next week. We're going to talk about that later in the show. But yeah, he couldn't have done much more. We love his work here, Cody Walker, and another one that we love that hasn't we haven't mentioned yet, Jackson Paulo two tries, the rock star, and someone said that he. He's as happy as one of the comments, I forget who it was, sorry that I didn't get your name, but he said, I'm moonwalking like Jackson Paulo was last night over the try line. <laughs> have, you ever seen, have you ever seen anything like that? I've never seen anything like that. Someone yeah. back, he backed up for about 10 metres. It's like Bobby, <laughs> Jim, Bobby Jimman. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Bobby Jimman, Bobby Jimman was touch and get out of it. Touch and get out of it, yeah. <laughs> right. Touch and get out of it. <laughs> yes. Well, what, what about we turn up on a Monday after a, a hard game on a Sunday and uh, we'd all turn up to Redfern Oval and he'd go, righto, boys, we're getting out of here. Let's go straight over to Moore Park Hills. There's no recovery like it is today, Tezza. Mate, I'm going to – someone told me he turned 80 the other day. Is that right? Yes. 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 Right. I, I played – I started at South – I played in grand finals, state of origins, played for Australia. There's no better conditioner and a bloke to get you fit for footy than Bobby Jimman. Yeah. I, I was very lucky at an early age. We used to go to Centennial Park. Yeah. It was torture, but um, he just educated us about being fit, being strong. Um, yeah. Big shout out to Bobby. Without, in my mind and my experience, um, the best best conditioner. Ever I've been associated with. Yeah, well said, mate. Sure. And we had well we said. had uh, we actually had uh, Phil Blake on a couple of days ago, and he said the same thing about Centennial Park. There were some tough sessions, mm. and he he finally admitted that he hid in the toilets for a couple of them uh, them Blake <laughs> runs, three two ones. Yeah, but what about Crookshanks used to hide up in the tree? Yeah, he said the same thing. <laughs> he did. And a shout out to um, Liza, who watches the show, Bo's daughter, and also Deb. Um, shout out to you girls because uh, you know, I know you're happy when we mention your dad and Scotty Hocko has jumped in. The, the other the other Hoskin, the great Terry Hill. How good was he, said Hocko. And yes, he was very good. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But just while, just on the game still, what about seeing Davey Mawali, the world's biggest ball boy on the sideline? 
How good was that? <laughs> Did you notice that? Yeah, Give I saw that. Give in the back of Jackson's first try. Was, yeah. was that was that when we scored down the right hand side? He yeah. jumped the, the celebration. And I thought, yeah. I said, yeah. who's that? Yeah, no, that's that's our that's our eighteen year old David Mowali, who is an absolute beast. And yes, I don't think they obviously no ball boys, and he was so they were just seeing that team, and I, I watched it after the game, just all getting around each other, blokes like Jed Cartwright and all the fringe guys that have all contributed this not, year. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, you, you, oh, you, I'm getting you, goosebumps you, even talking about it. Back in the early days, you wouldn't see Killer Kelso or, or remember Mori, our trainer, you wouldn't see them jump over you. Little Mori, Ben. <laughs> Little yeah, but he's, he's in our no, way. What's that group it, now? It, so. it, just, it just goes to show you, you know, when you've got people involved in, in that outfit, what it means to them. Yeah. And, you know, he was that excited. He's jumping up and down. They're rabbitos. Yeah. And, and look, if anything good has come out of COVID, that is one of them. Um, you know, the the ball boys now are part of the team, and they're getting they're they're celebrating the tries as they score them. Yeah, so, it, was a, it was it's a bit tough for me last night because my boy my son is the ball boy for Manly, Ethan. Yeah. Oh, okay. So wow. that was, it was it was a tough night. A tough yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate. Uh, and, and, and the press conferences, mate, I've got to take my hat off to, to Desi and DCE. Um, we've seen a bit of a slanging match the last month or so in press conferences, including Wayne and, and obviously Ivan Cleary. But look, full praise for the Rabbitohs, both of them, and, and all class. Thank the NRL, all the back staff, and, and the way everyone's handled it to keep this great game alive. And, mate, there was plenty of times where it, where it could have been called off. You know, like last year, so oh, hats Pete, off Peter. to Desi. And they, they've got a good, they've got a good squad. We've been watching a lot of their pathways teams, Tez. Um, their, their mats and their ball, they've got some real good yeah, talent coming good. through. So they're going to be good over the next couple of years. Don't worry about Manly. Yeah, no, no, they they got good years ahead of them. They've got a lot of young players. Um, you know, getting back to you know COVID and everything. Uh, we're lucky we're playing. And you know, the job mm. of Peter Valindis has been outstanding. He has really you know put his hand up and got got this competition. They've all relocated. They've had to do this and that. Um, I'm just happy we're still playing. Yeah, Tez, I think you're ready for a comeback on the footy show. You're, you're hit the ground running with us today on Rabbitohs TV. No, mate, mate. I've had me day in the sun on the footy show. Had a great time, but that's all finished. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Now, also, like I said, we're, we're live on, on YouTube. Rob Trelaw, who's a big fan of the show, said it feels pretty damn good this morning. And yes, mate, it does. And Diggity Waxhausen said simply SSTID. And that is right. Till we die, boys. So, do you want to move on now to? Uh, we'll we'll interview you now, chat. Uh, okay. Twitter, perhaps. And our first get, question. Get, get to know a little bit about Tessa. <laughs> well, you probably yeah, heard we'll find a bit more questions. about this legend of rugby league. And this interview is brought to you by NG Farrow Real Estate, the best real estate agency in the eastern suburbs area. Now, where are you from, and what was it like growing up there, mate? Uh, from Erskineville, Newtown. Uh, went to Erskineville Public, Newtown High. Um, played all my junior football with the the best club junior club in the world, Zetland. Um, um, first started playing I, my first coach ever, Neil Lewis, um, who I'll never forget. Um, yeah, just grew, grew, grew up around there. Footy, uh, we didn't none of us really liked school, but but um, <laughs> you know playing in the set, you know for Zetland, and I, I you know and I had great friends play for other clubs and stuff like that, and. But we, we, we had great people at Zetland, and um, I just come up, come up through there, and the dream, you know, the dream, you play for Zetland. Then if you play Harold Matz or SG Ball, that's all a bonus. But no, just just come up through Erskineville. Very proud of where I come from. 
Tez, we'll just touch on that um, that Zetland team that you played with. It was a pretty hot side, wasn't it? And a lot of the players came out and went on to not only play first grade, but play for Australia. Yeah, well, well, I'll go way back. This one might shock you, but I think you know, Brownie. Um, in the under sevens and the under eights, Brett Mullins played for Zetland. Yes, he did. So, wow. So the four players that played for Australia were, were Brett Mullins, Terry Hill, Jim Sedaris, and Jim Dimmick. Yeah. And they all, we all played for Zetland. And, um, you know, um, it, it, that was a great thing. And we had great Peter Trevitt went on and played. Nick Ziski went on and played first grade. We had a lot of players, Paul Israel. We had a lot of, I remember one day, I think, Brownie, that we, we, we played the Broncos in reserve grade at, at, at the football stadium. And I think we had six or seven Zetland, Zetland players from the under 16s or 17s on the field. Wow. wow, that's amazing. Oh, some cha- you've mentioned some champions there, some 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 great blokes. Paul Izzy's a champion, and, yeah. and so is uh, so is Nicholas Sixty. What a what a gentleman he is. But my <laughs> earliest memories are you, Tez. Uh, I'd be playing for Botany in the Grand that's Final, right. right? And yes, and I'd see this Zetland team running around, and there was this big halfback who was just running around carving them all up. And so yes, there was four internationals and all these champions, but there was one there, one bloke who just stood out like uh, you know what. <laughs> well, let, let me tell you something. And you, Ben Brownie will tell you this. We used to watch Mavo play. He was six foot five at 12. <laughs> he, he played in the front row. And, um, and you know, I mean, I've become great friends with, with Brownie and, and Mavo and some great players. I done my, look, I'll, I'll let you know, I done my apprenticeship under the Rat Pack. <laughs> the Rat Pack. And let me tell you, that's Darren Brown, Geordie Peets. Manoa Thompson, Blake Butcher, the Stone <laughs> Brothers, Steve Maven, Angelo Dimmy. There were three things they could do. And, and just behind them, you had Jim Dimmick, Jim Sedaris, Terry Hill, uh, Daryl Trindle. But they could play, they could party, but at the end of the day, they could fight too. So, <laughs> so we, we had plenty of good blokes to look up to, let me tell you. And the bloke, the bloke sitting next to you there, you wouldn't want to message Brownie down, down a, a cold night. Let me give you the tip. <laughs> oh, mate, we, we had some good time, Tez, and, uh, and some of them I, players you just mentioned, unbelievable. I, 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 used to, I used to come in, I'd be that excited when I first started at Redfern Oval and, and it'd be a Sunday game and, 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 and would, uh, St- I think it was yeah, Steve Sims was our 21s coach. And I'd like to get there early because I just love to listen to all the players and all that. And I'd walk into the dress room, Darren Brown, um, Blake Butcher, Manoa Thompson, all asleep in the dress room. They've only they've only just got home from being out. <laughs> got got to, got to training, and they were, and they were ready to play the next day. I was, I was just like, oh my god, I could never do that. I, 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 I had a great apprenticeship. Mate. Unbelievable! Oh, mate. they'd be all over the front pages these days. But uh, yeah. that's how you. I mean, you mentioned young Maver. There was yep. a rumor going around he was shaving at nine. I don't know. Can you confirm or deny that, Maver? Seven. Seven. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, look, I was a big kid, but what I always say is, once I got the first grade, they were all big, and I still managed to play a hundred games. So I'm, I'm very proud of that. But not as many as you, Tez. And we're going to move on to your no, debut. Worry. Now, do you remember your debut? I certainly do. I yeah. certainly do. I um, it was. Oh, I played a few a, a trial game. My first uh, debut was against Canterbury, and 
I played. I, I played on the. Actually, Phil Blake showed up late to training and got dropped. So George George pulled me up, and uh, I wore number seventeen, and we played Canterbury. I ducked under three swinging arms from Andrew Farrah. I'll never forget. And my old mate Chunky Lions put me in the score a try on the left hand corner. Because I actually looked at the team and yes, me, Blakey and Tricky were all on the bench and you have took my centre spot. But mate, yeah, you obviously in 1990, you deserved that spot and a try on debut. Not many people can say they've done that. And Chunky was the man who did it. Hey, our boy, Graham yeah, Chunky he, Lyons. He, he, took it to, he took it to the left and, and he said, come with me. And he popped it back over and, and I scored. But, you know, up and... Maybe, you know, like my dream was just to play for South. Just to be, if, if I made first grade for South, that, 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 that'll do me. I had no dreams or I didn't think I was going to go on and play rep games and play for Australia and stuff like that, which is unbelievable. But, um, you know, my dream was just, just from Zetland, from, from an Ergo boy, just to play first grade for South. And that, that, that's all I wanted to do. Yeah, unbelievable. Mate, well, you, you, certainly, you certainly achieved that, Tezza, and... You went on to have a, a long and illustrious career, and we'll talk a little bit about that later. But you were forced to to go to a club uh, in the Roosters uh, where you you wanted to you signed a contract to go to play under Warren Ryan. But uh, the draft system came in, and we spoke to Blake about it. He was forced to go to North Sydney. Tell us a little bit about the insight that what happened uh, through that through that time of your life. Yeah, it was difficult because, you know, I had no intentions whatsoever of, of wanting to leave or leave South. Um, it just, you know, it just came down. It was just ridiculous at the time. Um, you know, the money, the people offering and stuff like that. And look, um, it's, it's not the fondest memory. Um, you know, it, it broke my heart that I, that I had to leave. And, I, and not just leave South, but leave my best mates who I, who I grew up with and played my footy with. And look, I just had to go through the process and I was full, end up full, forced to go and play for the Roosters. Um, and then after, after that, it got overturned the draft. And then I went back and, and played for West. Um, I, I, you know, I, did, like, I had great years at Manly and, and, and that, you know, but I, you know, just through that period from, from, you know, 88 through, through, through to, um, through to um, 90, 91, 92, I wish I'd never have left South. Yeah. I really, forget about the money. The, mon- <clears throat> the money was astronomical. It's not that. When I look back now, I should never have left South. Well, Tez, it's actually it's funny you should say that because Blakey said something similar. He said, look, obviously 1990, we got, it was a year to forget, but we all talk about blokes like yourself and Jimmy and, and um, Jimmy Dimmick and Jimmy Sedaris who all ended Mark up Lyon. coming. And if we had been able to retain all these guys, we could have turned it around and become what it's, it's what might have been really, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is, you know, and, 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 and it's hard because we had such a blend. Like, <clears throat> pardon me, the Rat Pack I've already mentioned, but <laughs> above, above, above the Rat Pack, Right above them, we had Les Davison, we had David Boyle, we had Michael Andrews, we had Wayne Chisholm, uh, Ian Roberts. I mean, we we were we, we were feared. Like you know, I was too. I was when I was a kid, 16, 17, 17 18 years old, just to just to come into the dressing room. You had to do your apprenticeship. You kept your mouth shut. 
Yeah. I used to love listening. And, and like, I, I shouldn't have forgot. And with the great Tugger. Yeah. You know, a, a bloke that was that was unbelievable to me at a young age and looked after me when I first come into first grade. We, we could have been with the players we had and and and, and the the blend from from we, we had the toughest we had we had the, the you know the some some great players and, and other players you know went on if we had stayed together um I'd, I, I don't know how many premierships we would have won mm, well, at least one but so obviously we'll move on to you you move to manly and there's the old saying they reckon you used to have to lose a grand final to, to win one, and that's what you did yeah. in 95 and 96. Correct. What's, what's, so let's tell us about those two grand finals, and also what I'll ask you to tell us about is what is grand final week like and what is our team yep. to expect? Yeah. Look, yeah, um, they, they, you're exactly right. They say, you, you know, you've got you to lose one to win one. Um, it's just a combination of things and, and that, that – that, you know, you, you, like I said before, in, in semi-finals, in big games, in rep games, you make your own luck. And, and you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's such a big occasion. When you're a young bloke and, that, and, and you make a grand final, it's very easy to get overruled and think, wow, look at this. And then all of a sudden, they kick off and you look up at the, at the clock and 20 minutes has gone, you haven't touched the ball, you think, shit. And that's the way I was a bit in 95 because I thought to myself, I looked up and then 20 minutes later, I didn't touch the ball. I said, sure, I better get in here and touch the ball. You can, same, same with State of Origin in Australia. Um, it, it, you know, there's a lot of pressure and I, I learned so much about preparation and being, pre- being prepared to play in big games. And, and, and you know, and by losing, you, you know, I think it's taught me a lot quicker Um you know, uh, grand final week, it, it, it's a mentally it's a mentally draining. It's not physical, it's just mentally draining. But, you, you know, you, you can't waste your whole week up and not perform on that final day. There's a lot of pressure involved. And the teams that, that win those games are the teams of the, that are the best prepared and, and they're mentally prepared. Well said, mate. Yeah, there you go. It's a good insight. So you learn from your mistakes. And like you said, you're... You've had you've had that devastation, but then you thought, well, okay, I, I know what I need to do better, and you and you went out and did it. Yeah, like you know, I remember back in 1993, my, my first state of origin game, and I'm I'm from Cairns on the field. I think it was Bobby Lidner's uh, farewell game, and I, I was sitting next to a bloke called Brad Mackay, and it was about twenty minutes left on the clock, and I said, I, I looked at him and said, hope you go on before me, and. <laughs> and uh, I was actually sitting on the sideline shitting myself. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I got on and it just went, you know, it just went so fast and I thought, shit. Um, and, you know, then, then I just learned. I used to train hard. I used to love to train and everything. And then then I once I got into State of Origin and, 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 and that, you look at some of the other players like Laurie Daly, Ricky Stewart, all those great players, and you see the way they, they train, you've got to take it to another level. And... Um, yeah. Has you um, speaking of state of origin, uh, you've had a running battle with Gordon Tallis throughout them series, and uh, that you know a lot of a lot of photos get branded around around state of origin time, and one of them photos is you and Gordon head to head, mate. Uh, tell us about that running battle you had with uh, Gordy. Oh, look at, at at that time, Gordon was the main man in their team, and and, and we we had a lot of young blokes coming to the New South Wales team, and I was a senior player. And um, 
you know, and Gordon was like, you know, the, the big bully. And, you know, it's, I think he put a, the fear of Christ. And so what I had, what I took upon myself is like stand, stand up to him. So, so our younger blokes, we get confidence. Yeah. And um, that, that's, that's all it was. It was the heat of the battle. Um, looking back on it now, probably wasn't a good idea. If we started <laughs> fighting, I, I might have been in a bit of trouble, but the ego's okay, they reckon. <laughs> you needed the rat pack behind you. Oh, yeah. Hey, let me tell you, he's a, he's a good friend of mine now, and he's a great bloke, Gordon Tallis. But let me tell you, don't worry about Terry Hill. Dar- Darren Brown would have took him on. <laughs> he would have. Oh, don't get him started. He'll t- start telling you about the fight he had with Coop. Mate, but anyway. Mate, hang, hang on, hang on. Hang on a minute. I was there. <laughs> Were you really? I, I was at King's Cross. <laughs> wow. And let, me, and, and let me tell you something. You know, and, and I want to say a big hello to Les, Les Brown, who, who I grew up with and, and my family grew up with. And um, don't worry about Les. Les could fight too. Yeah. And um, the Brownie went toe-to-toe. I think Brownie, yeah, they went toe-to-toe. I was across the street. It's the best street fight I've ever seen. And um, and I'm not just saying it because he's on the panel. He's a great mate of mine and his family's a good friend of mine. But Jesus Christ, Brownie could fight. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, and a shout-out to Coogs, mate. He, he's, a, he's a big and, fan of the show as well. Nah, Coogs is a good bloke. I, I, only, I don't know Coogs r- real well. I know he's you know, the, the old, a lot older than me, but yeah. but um, um, he's, a no, he's, a good, he's a good house man too. Yeah, hey, before I forget, I'm Ruba boy, mate. Coogs. Man, yeah. Yeah. And before I forget, <laughs> Tess, uh, Hocko, Scotty Hocko asked me to ask you about a horse you've got that's well-bred. A horse? Which one? Well, I don't know. He might have been doing up. I don't know. But you, had, you had dogs back in the day. I think the last time I seen, or one of the times I seen you years ago, was at the Harold yeah. uh, Winnie Park. He used to get up there a fair bit too. Yeah, I do a lot of breeding. I do a lot of breeding of the greyhounds, and um, and I uh, won the Adelaide Cup last year with the dog I bred called Golden Knight. Um, I had another champion dog called El Gallo. He won uh, seven Group Ones, but me, me me first one to kick me off was a dog called Placard. Yeah, placard. And, uh, I remember that? Yeah. Yeah, placard. Placard kicked kick me off, and yeah, I, I'm. I, I look, I've got. To, I'm, I dabble a little bit here and there in the horses, but I'm really, I'm, I'm really the dog man. I, I love the dogs. You well, know, me, me, me old, me, me old man will be at the pub. Yeah, because back them days, and then he'd come home and say, "Who wants to go to the dogs?" And we always either went to the trots or the dogs. Yeah. And um, now I've, I've, I've got a great passion away from rugby league ground, ground I, I love dearly. I'll go, back, I'll go one. I'll go one better. Um, go Nads. What about Go Nads? It was a footy show dog. <laughs> I was thinking about that one. It, yeah. It, you know, you know, everywhere we went with the dog, people donated money, and 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 um and all the players that come onto the show, they used to get five hundred bucks. That five hundred bucks they donated that. We used to go around the tracks all around New South Wales and Queensland, and and they'd pay anywhere from five to ten to fifteen thousand to have the dog come to there. Wow. What, what I'm getting to, in 18 months, we had raised 250000 for the children's hospital. Oh, well, wow. and, well done. And, and, you know, we all, we all have the funny side of it, and we had the gold jacket, and we had uh, George Bajana with no teeth. Uh, we, we had Abraham Lincoln lookalike. Uh, it, 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 it was great, great fun, but it was all for a great cause. Yeah, Unreal. Man. Now, look, uh, I was just going to say, how good is it having a – a beer and a bet on the dish liquors and the old days back at Harold Park. We could talk about that, but we've had 
Kieran Macklin join us, who we're going to talk about his uncle, Alan Scott, a bit later, who played in the 67 grand final. And he said, what a fantastic character Terry Hill is. Would be great to have a beer with him. Could listen to him all day. So the fans are enjoying your work, Tez. And, mate, you've done well today. Yeah. Well, just, 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 just tell them I'm only, I'm only warmed up at the moment. <laughs> but you'll, you'll catch me. I think you, I, know, I know you'll catch me and Brownie. I think, Brownie, I think it's the 1st of December at the Zetland Hotel for the Zetland Reunion. You're going to come and have a beer there with us. That's right, 100%. Every year, the first Sunday, <laughs> first Saturday in, in December. Yeah. yeah. So what can, are you... I men- can, I, can I mention a few people that, 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 yeah. that, were, that were instrumental in, in my, my upbringing at South? 100%. Yeah. We, we mentioned Bobby Jimman. Um, he, he was unbelievable. And I, I, Bobby Jimman will go down as the greatest conditioner um, ever in my in my eyes. Um, there's one guy I want to mention, which is all know real well. He was very, very close to me. He was like a second father. And that's the guy called Chucky Jones. Yes. Yep. Uh, the Chook. Yep. And uh, he was very, very good to meet John Jones uh, when I was younger and, and stuff like that. Uh, what can you say more about Henry Morris? The great another, man, yeah, another, another absolute the great, great. Um, and I had good coaches. I, I thought Steve Sims was a good coach. Um, Frank Curry was a good coach. Um, Tony Kelso was Zetland was a great coach, you know. And, and everyone asked me because I played under so many different coaches. Who 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 are the who are the three best coaches you've ever played under? And look, hands down, number one number one is, is Bozo. Um, number two is Tim Sheens, and, and and the third one is my first ever third first grade coach, George Piggins. Wow! You know, you, um, they they they're just you guys that have um that that helped me helped me along the way, and, and, and you know, you know, it's it, um the grounding and the schooling I got. Um, you know that made me that player. I was, you know, at the end of my career, and and um, and that meant every, everything to me. I had great memories. I got, you know, I, I I could walk up to Brownie now, or anyone give me a kiss on the cheek, or Geordie Peach, Manoa Thompson, you know, Blake Butch. I'm excited. I spoke to Brownie the other day. He's got his boys. All everyone's boys are playing, and like, Jesus Christ, my young boy's going to be playing soon. And you know, oh yes, Brownie's boy. Oh, that's Blake Butcher's boy at the Roosters. It's excited. It's yeah. We said, you know, yeah. I, I just got so many great memories, great memories, and and so many great, great people, great people helped me and turned me into the player that I, I ended up being. Oh yeah, I'm yes, very thankful. Yeah, you had a long and successful career. I mean, you just mentioned, you know, you played for Australia, State of Origin, you won Grand yeah. Finals, and a wise man once told me it's not what you get out of the game, it's the people you meet. And like you just said, mate, uh, you've met some tremendous people. You can go down the street. We've got friends for life. And yeah. it's just a, a, an unbelievable way to, to build friendships and mateships forever. But but I'm, I'm not just saying this for the podcast. When I was 12, 13, 14, I looked up to Brownie. I looked up to Mavo. Uh, I looked up to Geordie Peaks. I looked up to Manoa Thompson. I, I left out Charlie Saab. We had Charlie Saab. Yeah. He, I think he might have played against you, you Brownie. I'll never, ever forget it, Charlie Saab. You were playing, I think, for Waterloo, and you played Marek for RSL. He kicked, he, he kicked it at Waterloo 55 metres out from the sideline, and he kicked the goal. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah. Do you remember that? 
Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, but 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 you guys, yeah. But and and it's, don't get me wrong. You yeah. Above them, then you had the Liz Davisons, Tuggers, and and Phil Blakes and and mm. stuff like that. But wow. I grew up I, I, idolizing the guys that I've just mentioned, and yeah. and that helped me, you know, because. One thing about Bobby Jimman, when, when we used to go there at 15, 16 and 17, he walked straight over to me and Jim Dimmick and Jim Sedaris, before you, Jim Sedaris went into the Rat Pack gang, he'd say, right, you want to make it? You run up the front. You don't want to make it? You run at the back with Tugger. <laughs> so, oh, so and, and, and don't worry, Granny was up there. Mavo was never up there. No, and uh, <laughs> and then Tugger, Tugger would be would be bagging Mario, and Mario would get the shits and say, "Get stuff, get it." Oh look, look. <laughs> but I, I look back on it. I, I I come into footy with the greatest bunch of blokes, but that. I, I know when I, I you know played in the big games and stuff like that, but but they're the guys, the Mavos, the Brownies, you know, all the guys that I've mentioned, they're the guys I looked up to and I ended up playing twenty ones in reserve grade with them and first grade. Um, that that was that was unbelievable for me. And that's that's dead set from from my heart. I absolutely love you know, I had the best grounding coming into footy ever. No, you're a legend. Well, mate, you've just explained that. This great game of ours, Rugby League, what a story yours has been. And we've got a lifetime of memories and we, we've loved chatting to you today, mate. Um, we might I've leave got it one, there. I've got one more story. Yeah, yeah. I've got one more story. Me old man was a bit of a knockabout. Darren, Darren Brownie knows me old man and, and, and Les knows me dad, Pepper. And we're, we're on uh, 1988, Canterbury Banks down at Belmore. Steve, Steve Sims put me in at fullback. And um, Jim Sedaris didn't get us. Didn't Jim Sedaris went to first grade the next year, eighty nine. That's right. This is eighty eight, the last game. And Jim Dimmick didn't get a run either. And Jim Dimmick said to me, "They've got a real big pack. I think you should wear shoulder pads." I said, "Really?" <laughs> he said, "Yeah." Where, he, he, he said, "Wear my shoulder pads." You know, good as God. And me old man, me old man's got about four or five mates that come down from the central coast to watch the game. And he was at the tunnel. Uh-huh. And they the old leather ball them, them days and they put a couple of torpedoes. I've got them. I've got the shoulder pads on. I get through the first half and we're walking off the field and my old man, was a, he's, a, he's a big man. He stood up. Uh-huh. You know, and um, I went, oh, oh shit. And he yells out, Terry, come here. And this as we're walking up the tunnel, I said, yeah, Dad. He said, get the shoulder pads off. I said, no, <laughs> Never wore shoulder pads ever again in my career. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a champion, mate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, lovely, lovely. We can listen to this all day. Just, just one quick thing, too. When it, it, it was better in the World Cup to play with Jim Dimmick, my best mate. Um, and but that we, we played, we played uh, on the Kangaroo Tour. I was in the second side, so we played every fortnight. And we played, I think it was Halifax. I think it was Halifax. And I hadn't seen him for that long. And then Steve, I ran into Steve Sims. He was coaching over there. Yeah, he was. He was my SG, he was my SG ball coach. Yeah. You know, just, yeah, like Mavo said, you know, all of a sudden. And he was that excited that I got picked for a stroke. Yeah, it's just so many things and friendships you, 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 I remember all the time. I remember everything. Yeah. You know, I don't like forgetting anyone, but I, I remember everything and, 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 the, and, the, and all the people 
you know, some people, the majority were all good. You have your blow-ups and everything like that. But, you know, people said, who, you, know, who looked, you know, who looked after you when you first come in? Well, all you guys looked after me. You looked after Jim Dimmick. You looked after Jim Sedaris. You looked after everyone. Brownie, all, all the boys did. And, you know, my, my number one's Tugger because, you know, Tugger's taped. I remember, we, Brownie, we played up at the Gold Coast. And the first two balls I got, I dropped. Yeah. And didn't I cop it off Tugger? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, did I? And I like, and, I, and I let, let me tell you, it's the best spray I ever got on the football, and I needed it. Yeah. I never caught spray like that ever again in my life. Yeah, good <laughs> but, but But he gave it to me, and I, and I run in, if I run into Tugger now, I'll say, what about the time against the Gold Coast when I dropped the first two balls? He said, <laughs> yeah, that's right. He said, if you didn't drop them, if you, if you didn't drop them, you might not have played for Australia. I said, oh, thanks, Tucker. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you up to these days, Tess? What, what, what's going on in your life at the moment, mate? I've, I've, I've got a, a great business. It's not named after um, Tugger Coleman, but it's called Coleman's Fresh. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm with two gr- gr- great partners in George K. Roos and a guy called Tony Doria. Um, we serve Woolworths. Um, Mainly tomatoes and cucumbers I got involved. We've been running for about 22 years now. So when I was playing, I got involved into it. Um, we own our own farms, tomato, tomatoes, cucumbers. Um, you know, we do sweet potato, all, all the eastern border. We, 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 we serve uh, all of Melbourne. We serve all of New South Wales and, um, and Queensland. Um, it's been the best thing in the morning. Early starts, which you get used to. Um, in, and you work out of the markets here, Tess? Yeah, we we, we 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 used to be in the markets, but um, we um, we moved out. We we got a big warehouse just just in Richmond Road, which is around the around the corner. And um, you know, I got involved with the with the guy, like I said, good George Carews, and um, and uh, he's the brains behind it. And, and he's a good mate of ours, Robbie Suka. They're cousins. Yeah, they're there cousins. And uh, what a and small actually, world. And, and, and George played for Chelsea. Oh, okay. Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah, <coughs> he played. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, yeah. So, um, my my life's at the markets now. We we don't serve the public. We just we just serve Woolworths, and we do the best we can there. And it's just you know, um, that's my life now. And you know, and the kids are starting to get older and and everything like that. But um, yeah, my life in the markets, and and I love it. I love it. You you got you got to be you got to like or love something. To stay interested in it, and and it, the best thing happened to me, you know, um, is is the best thing that happened to me is I I as soon as I finished footy, I got I, was, I went straight into the market. Yeah. So I didn't didn't have time to ponder. Oh, you know, did, go here, go there. I got into the market, got stuck into it, and th- and that's my life, and I love it. Oh, well nice, done, mate. Well, I, yeah. I got me Woolies rewards card, and it's linked to my Qantas. Points. So next time, I know now that I'll load up on the tomatoes and the cucumbers at Woolies. Trust tomatoes. Trust tomatoes. There you yeah. go. Right, but, Tess, uh, I'll let you go, mate. Thanks for that. Thanks for doing this today. Absolute legend. Yeah, but I'm not finished. Yeah, <laughs> you're a legend. I'm not, I'm not finished now. Look, look like, like I said, um, um, I, I, look, I won't lie to you. I, I, I had my day in the sun on the footy show. Yeah. Um, I really, you know, like I mean, I had my day in the sun. It's over, you know. But when when um, you do think you do you do things in life, um, not just for yourself, 
but you know, you got you like to help. When Brownie rang me the other day through a great mate of both of ours called Maddie Madden, um, how can I say no to Brownie? How could I say no to Mavo? You know, these are the blokes that help shape me as a person and a footballer. And um, and and I'm not just saying it because we're on the show now. Yeah, I'm talking from my heart. And um, then then you don't forget people who, who have been who've been tough on you, who have been good for you. And, and, and you guys have, and, and if I can come on a show any other time, thank you very much. I loved it, boys, really. Thank Absolute you legend, Tezza. Absolute well, legend, mate. We love thank you. you. Thank Appreciate you for your, your time, time, mate. Really thank you, mate. We'll love you back any time, legend. One more game to go. That's it. That's it. <laughs> One more. Glory, glory, glory to South Sydney. Sydney. Glory, glory, glory to South Sydney. <laughs> Thanks, Tezza. Good on you, Tezza. See you, boys. See, See you, mate. mate. Yeah, yeah, mate. Well, what a legend, yeah. mate. Jeez, we're lucky yeah. to have a bike like that. What, he, he, how good's his stories, boys? Yeah. He loves you too. Oh, mate. Well, like he said, mate, we were we were a little bit older than Tez and uh, coming through and the likes of him, Jim Dimmick and Sedaris, who came into grade and we were sort of like playing under 20s and maybe I was uh, playing first grade by then. And, yeah, it's just great times, you know, great experiences, great memories and, just a champion fellow, a knockabout. Grew up around Erskineville. His old man's a knockabout. Just, yeah, just an all-time legend. I really enjoyed that. And, and I know from the people that are joining us on our YouTube live, we've got, you know, we've had over nearly 70 people in here. So welcome to everyone. And everyone's enjoying it. Tezza was sensational. I'm, I tried to give him the hurry up. He said he's not finished. And I wish I had him. <laughs> because he, he, it was so good. But just my personal experience. Yes, I've known him, like I said, since he was a little kid. Seen him running around Redfern Oval. Then he comes in, he's the ball boy for the Harold Mats. Then he makes his debut, pushes me from my centre position out onto the bench. And then he comes, comes, becomes this rugby league legend. And, and he never changed but Tez. And like I said, he hit the ground running. It was like the old footy, day show, footy show days. And he's, he's still got it. And we, we love the bloke. What a champion. And, and I like that insight about, you know, he learnt from his grand final experience. So... Perhaps for our team, we don't want to have a loss. So maybe the three prelims we've lost, they've turned around and they won this prelim. So we've had that grounding, I think. And we're gonna we'll talk a little bit about a grand final preview after after the show. But what we'll do is well, have a little... we we spoke about you know you have got to lose one to win one, but I think that's a bit of a myth because you have a look at 2014. We yeah. didn't have to lose one to win one. No, and no, these young true. kids are gonna uh, you know I'm sure. Uh, a lot of the 2014 squad will have a big input to, uh, you know, this week, especially with, with the team. You might find that Sam Burgess will go do a Zoom with the players, yep. just get their thoughts and how to, how to sort of like experience the week. And, yeah, look, very confident. We have been since day one. Well, talking, to, talking to Sam Burgess and Zoom, what about we get him on this week? Eh? A little, little grand final story. Yeah, well, right. it's, it's in the we'll, pipeline. We'll, we'll, it's yeah. in the pipeline. We're going to try and get some grand final legends on and for our team list Tuesday and uh, Sato say on Thursday. He, well, we've got Sato on Thursday. Uh, hopefully, he's, he's usually available for us. So we'll have a little break here. So Rabbitohs Radio and Rabbitohs TV is brought to you by the Juniors Group of Clubs. And uh, export freight systems and NG Farrow Real Estate, who we are running a competition and we've posted it during the week. If you're not aware of that, it's a $500 prize and you win a barbecue, you win meat, you win a voucher and you win a signed Rabbitohs jersey and you win four of these. 
and I'm, if you're listening now, I'm showing our stubby holders, Rabbitohs Radio stubby holders. You win four of those. And all you've got to do is go to our Facebook or Instagram, tag a friend, and like both NG Farah and Rabbitohs Radio. So it's free to enter. And we had some imbecile hackers during the week. And if, you know... <laughs> Thanks very much for that, you grub. But anyway, we... we just we just, just on the ahead. jumper that you win, it's signed by Adam Reynolds only, boys. There you so, go. It'll be a real one. How much, yeah. how much is that going to be worth if he's lifting the trophy up next week, which... That'll be worth five grand overnight. Don't worry about oh, that. That's yeah. priceless. Yeah, it'll it. be worth heaps. Okay, so Remembering a Rabbit Out is brought to you by Export Freight Systems with thanks to South Historian... Brad Ryder. And this week, chaps, who we got? We've got Alan Frank Scott, Rabideau player number 470. His nickname was Skull. And I got that story off Kieran McElhin. I think he used to skull end of season trips with Bobby McCarthy and the like. He, he used to skull. He used to knock him back like uh, no man. Anyway, he was born on the 5th of July in 1939 in Royal North Shore Hospital. That was the same year the Tigers... Ended up beating us to, to, to win a premiership. And Sir Robert Menzies was our Prime Minister, boys. The uh, bit of a side fact there. Now, he lived in 211 Abercromb Abercrombie Street, Redfern, attended St. Benedict's Broadway. Right in the heart of South Sydney Territory down there at Abercrombie Street. Is that school still around, that one? St. Benedict's Broadway? Um, I'm not sure if the school's still around, but... That was deep in South Sydney heartland. Yeah, I reckon it was. Anyway, he first played his footy at school, but then he joined the Alexandria Rovers. And that's where he was sort of spotted with the Rovers between sort of 59 and 58. Now, there's a trial in 59, but he, but he brushed it, went to the beach, went for a swim. But then the next trial that came up, he made sure he didn't miss that one and, and he finished up getting graded, boys. Now, he ended up cracking into second grade. He ended up, um, and then the following year, in 1960, he played 13 games first grade. But he ended up getting poached by Manly Secretary Jay Munro for £250. It's, about, it's equivalent to about $500 these days, I think. And he played four seasons with Manly with legends like Frank Stanton and old Rex Mossop. Right? One of your Mavos, mate, Rex Mossop. The Moose. Yeah, well, we Moose. mentioned him. When we spoke to Blakey, because he used to love Phil Blake, he used to hate me, and he used to love <laughs> Phil Blake, and um, and that's just all. Well, this is just another reason about the rivalry, the long-held rivalry between the Rabbitohs and the and the Silvertails, and um, we we got another one up on him last night. Yeah, and um, I think he broke his leg at the back end of those couple of seasons at Manly, and in nineteen sixty-five, he didn't play at all. He might have broke his ankle actually. So he ended up going to coach his beloved Alexander Rovers to an A-grade grand final title. Then the following year, he went back to South. He loved South. He just loved them. He supported them even before he played football. That's what he used to love doing, following South. He's a Red fan boy. He's one of Brownie's crew. He's one of the Rat Pack. He's one of the original Rat Packs by the sound of it. There's plenty of us. Yep, he went back and he ended up winning the grand final in 1966. Uh, 12-5 over Balmain. Now, in 67, he was in reserve grade most of the year, but he got called into first grade in the semifinals at the SCG against that legendary Dragons team right at the end of their reign. 
players like Langlands, Gaznia, Johnny King were in this Dragons team. And his teammates were Mike Cleary, Eric Sims, Bobby McCarthy, John Sattler, and coached by the legendary Clive Churchill. They, they went on and beat the Dragons, knocked off the Berries the next week, um, Canterbury, in a grand, at a tight grand final. 12 uh, 10, I think that was a legendary intercept try by Macca, where he pulled his hammy 20 out. And uh, yeah, that's probably a memory he'll never forget that. Uh, as being called up, a bit like Blake Taff at the moment, being called up late, playing the semis, bang, goes on and wins a GF. And uh, yeah, in 68, 69, he sort of was in and out of first grade and he finished up retiring with head injuries in, in uh, 1970, boys. And he became. Became a selector in 1974 for the Rabbitohs. Now, he was asked a few times who was his toughest opponents, and he and he said Kevin Ryan from the Bulldogs, Billy Wilson from the Dragons, a couple of real tough nuts there. And he said, look, basically players weren't paid much back in the day. He just did it for the love of it, really. So he used to have to work two jobs. Most of the players uh, worked these similar jobs. The council workers, they used to work on the council. And obviously the wharves, a bit like we do, boys. So, And he used to work the two jobs, train three nights a week to support his young family. Now, what I love about our show being live is people can interact with us. And thank you to everyone that's out there that's interacting. And one of them is Brad Hoskin has said, yes, it's only a preschool today, that school that we mentioned. So on the run, we can get some input and make the show even better. So we love it. Love your work. And uh, I think um, a question has been we can get – uh, Scott Sattler and Isaac Luke involved maybe next week as grand final legends. So that's two guys that we'd, we'd love to have on, especially Isaac, because I posted a story during the week, our fabulous 14 series we've been doing. And that's the um, images of the players during the 2014 season. And one of those was Isaac Luke. And everyone's heart still breaks for the our, our legendary hooker, how we missed that GF. And the story still, goes. Still out. loves the rabbits. Still loves the rabbits. Retired during the week, actually. Yeah. Hung him up during the week. He's playing reserve just, right up in Queensland. So. Just finishing off with uh, Alan, Alan, boys. Uh, we've got a strong connection here in my home with Alan. My dad actually uh, played with Alan in, in the lower grades at South and said he's a champion fellow. And like you said, chaps, he, he worked on the council and my dad was also on the council. And his daughter, Vanessa, actually works with my partner, Belinda, out there at Qantas. So, you know, yeah. a shout out to um, Vanessa and uh, her sister, Justine, and Joy, who was um, Alan's wife. So a shout out to you guys and hope you enjoyed this tribute. Uh, I know um, still got a bit more with Vanessa, yeah. Vanessa sent Vanessa sent a uh, message to Belinda yesterday and said he'd be he'd be loving this, Alan talking about him. Yeah. And um, you know, it's a credit that, that we are having a chat about Alan and thanks to Kieran as well. So just a connection everywhere um, through rugby league. Yeah, and I've still got a bit as well. So I spoke to Kieran. So for those that don't know, Kieran Macklin was on. He won our prize as he subscribed to rabbitosradio.com.au and we had him on Sato Say and he's standing there and talking to us like we are now and there was a jersey behind him. And I said to him, what's that jersey? And he goes, oh, that's me, Uncle Alan Scott, played in the 67 grand final jersey. And we went, what? And this is how we're talking about him now. So that's what we like to do if we... Something comes up, we go, oh, let's follow that up. And it's a good story. Like you said, chaps, it's a bit like Taffy now. And so I did, I asked Kieran just to give me a bit of a rundown. So I'll just read what he said, right? Um, how he's related is that his mum, his mum Sandra is, um, 
it's his mum. Alan is his mum Sandra's cousin. Okay, and they were very close. They grew up together. And Alan was married to Joy and has two daughters, Justine, Vanessa, six grandkids: Olivia, Paige, Holly, Morgan, Blake, and Reese. Blake and Reese have both played footy at a high level. Reese Davies is playing for Mounties, but COVID now he's not playing. He said Alan was a very quiet, humble man, a very quiet and humble man who hated talking about himself, but always loved talking about his teammates. He was a very good mate with Bob McCarthy and will catch up with him and all the, all the old teammates every year. So thanks for that, Kieran. And yeah, chaps, what else you got for us? Yeah, that was sort of pretty similar. I think we got the same email there. But um, yeah, I was just going to say, you had 27 first grade games for South, 72 reserve grade, eight third grade, 24 first grade for Manly. And one of his quotes there um, was, winning a premiership was, was an extra... Good feeling. It, it was the best thing to happen in my career. So there you go. Great and things happen to good people. And he sounded like a great person, uh, Alan Scott. Yeah. And Kieran said that even though it was only Alan was only his mum's Sandra's cousin, he's technically my he's not he's technically not my uncle, but he will always he has always been and will always be Uncle Alan to me. So and he also admitted later on in life that he hated playing for Manly. He said, I was always a South man. Be like Tezza. Yeah, that's it. And just another one, another message that's come in from Violet. Uh, love Vanessa. She's a weapon and a true bunny supporter through and through. Up the mighty Rabbitohs. So yes. they'll be supporting us next week, uh, boys, when we uh, go to the grand final. And who knows, we might just win it for Alan Scott. We might just. Now, you've just mentioned the grand final. Now, let's do a grand final preview. And we'll also just... Chaps, well, first of all, what do you take us the spotlight on the path, Spotlight on the pathways? Oh, sorry, well, I missed that. Spotlight Let's on the that. pathway, boys. It's um, all happening, boys. Brought happening. to you by What If. It's Aussie for travel. And thanks to What If, our team, uh, a total, there was a few questions in the media during the week. Oh, hey, what's it like um, living with the other teams that you're in the semi-final? They said, mate, we don't live with the other team. What If have put them up in, in service departments. They don't see any other team. They're away from all those little hubs that the NRL set up. Thanks to what if. So, and it's not uh, only any old apartment. I think they're staying in the queue too. Yeah, yeah, it is. Which is, which is not a bad, not a bad joint. Yeah. Good so spot. Credit now. to what if. Yeah. Now, chaps, last week you were trying to compare Jackson Ram to a player. You couldn't think of it. And that player you've told us was Alex Twal. Alex Twal, yeah. Good body shape. He's got a big motor, young Alex. Um, bit, bit of a lanky sort of frame on him. Let's hope he ends up something like that. I like that Alex Twal. He's a fair player, Brownie. Well, he is. I haven't seen a great deal of him, but um, like you just said, chaps, he, he gets amongst it. Um, He'd be know, good in a good team, but he'd be a good player in a good team. A little bit like, little bit like Hosty, Jacob Host. Yeah. Wayne, did, well, I was speaking to Wayne earlier on in the year at one of the functions, and he said, you'll be surprised how, um, you know, the, the, the players that just are on the fringe of first grade can improve around better players. Yeah. And yeah. That's similar to what Jacob Host has did. Yeah, well, that's exactly what my, I told you I spoke to my dad earlier in the show when he mentioned Keon and Cameron, but he did say, what about that Jacob Host? He's gone getting better and better. And I said, well, all arms and legs, mate, that's it. He's all arms and, legs. and we had him on the show and, and he has, and he's, he's a, like you said, Brent, he's around good players and Wayne, the Wayne Bennett factor, sensational. Now, just, it's, going, it's, just going back to Alan Scott, just before it gets too far, mate, Blake here, Alan's grandson watching, very proud of all his achievements. So, Shout out to you, Blake. Uh, that's uh, Alan's grandson. 
There you go. We just got to mention too. So good on you, mate. And he did a project at school and that's how we got a lot of the information too. So thank you to Blake. Yeah. And well, there's a bit of an announcement during the week. We've got an exclusive on the show. John Sutton um, announced that he will be the head coach of the SG ball team this year. So congratulations to John and his assistant. He's a good mate of ours. He's a Warfie as well, Bo Falloon. He'll come up from that Matt's um, job. Uh, he wasn't sure if he really enjoyed being the head coach last year. So not, not good that. Not a bad um, appointment there by the juniors. Well done to Keith and his team. Well, that's yeah. right. There's two. Well, obviously, Sato is a, our greatest rabbit, eh? When Bowie's played a heap of first grade, played for the rabbit. So you've got two blokes that played first grade coaching the SG ball team. So, and I'm, I'm really excited to see Sato become a coach because what about the wealth of knowledge and you know he's he's out and we've already talked about how valuable he is as a blue shirt for the team so and he comes on the show so perfect and yeah that it that was great news and, and bowie we need to get bowie on this format because first of all he's a good looking bloke and second of all he's a champion so <laughs> and so i was really excited about the appointment as well because he knows the caliber of player that he's got there that he's going to develop into first grade players down the track and um, we've really got some a good squad there of young kids coming through, and you've only got to look how the the, the team has progressed to the higher grades this year. David Mowali has gone on and played first grade. Young he's eligible again next year, isn't he? He's eligible to play inside those teams. I don't think he will. Yeah, play. That's right. I don't think he'll be playing SG ball. That's right. And like <laughs> uh, Brady, Peter Mamazelis, and Lachlan Elias, they were all on the sideline last night too. And I really enjoyed seeing those boys mixed with the with the team. And just before we move on, um, Blake has just told us that Alan was called Skull because of how skinny he was. Yeah. And he did love a beer. And later on, he was known as Sponge because of his soft head and all his concussions. And I just, just got <laughs> another message here from Vanessa, the daughter, uh, who sent a message to Belinda. We, all, we are all watching and we are all crying. So good and Feel so lucky uh-huh. that they did for dad. Tell them thank you very much. My dad will be beaming from ear to ear. Oh, well, I get that, that's so good. You know, that, that's what we, we love here. We connect the Rabbitohs community here on Rabbitohs TV in a way that, you know, nobody can. Like the Rabbitohs media, they've got to do their stuff. and But we can do the spotlight on the pathways and we can uh, feature the former players. And uh, and we love what we do here. So, yes, thank you for watching. It's, it's, and we, it's we love to hear, you know. You know, I've never heard anyone talk about Alan Scott. They talk about all the big names, and you know, there's probably another one we might on earth. Um, I think it was was it Don Murdoch who replaced Clive Churchill in that grand final in '55. We might want to do a little special on him. I remember yeah. doing a, a trivia question about that at the juniors, and this bloke put his hand up and goes, "That's my grandfather." Yeah, <laughs> you remember well, that? I, we no. might do a story on him. Yeah, well, I love that chaps because, like you said, everyone knows the John Sattler's and the Bob McCarthy stories, and the Paul State, what a champion he was. But, yeah, featuring all these other guys is great because they're all part of it. You know, anyone would be happy to play one first grade for South or score one try for South and Terry will happen to do that all in the one game. But, right. So we didn't you have heard, to ask you him. Heard what, you heard what Terry said just a couple of minutes ago, how happy he was. And that's all he ever wanted to do as a kid was play for the mighty red and green. Yeah, and also just before I move on, I was on SEN Radio talking to Chris Warren the other day and, and we did a preview. And then I asked him to share uh, the John Sattler singing the team song because mm. Scott Sattler's got a, uh, a show called Sports Day in the afternoon and he rang his dad and asked him to sing the old team song and it was it was goosebump stuff and we've shared it on our YouTube channel and 
the team song now, it's what we used to sing, Brownie, and what they sing now is different to that one because there's extra verses. And hearing those extra verses, it was really, really good. So if you haven't heard that, please have a listen. I'll share a link on the on the show notes for this and the episode webpage so you can have a look. And did you hear Sats when he spoke just after singing that song? They never used to sing it after every victory. They only sung it after the grand final victories. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, that's right. So uh, I'm not sure that I think they would have sung it after each game. But anyway, well, you think they were? We used to. Yeah, and look, you know, yeah, we did. And and look, obviously, the great Sats is is not in the best of health. And for that for that little look back into the past was just something that was a moment that was captured. It was oh, I thought it was magic to tell yeah. you to tell you the truth. And we just had a question about from Scott McLaren about. The, the evolution of Michael Jackson Paulo moonwalking to the line. And we did mention that before. And, and yeah, I mean, we spoke to Ben Rogers about him in 2019 and he tipped us. He said, this kid will find his way onto a wing and stay there for 10 years. And that's what he's done. And look, he nearly scored that try early and then he scored two tries. So he showed, showed a lot of balance in that, boys, just to get up, buzz the pack, get it. And he's back to the line. Had he turned around, he might have got caught, but he thought, I've got momentum. Just keep your feet underneath you at that pace. It's pretty pretty special. Pretty special and little to, play there by the, Jackson Paulo. And to have the patience, chaps, to keep running backwards because he would have been very tempted to turn around because yeah. it's just a yeah. natural instinct. Yeah. To, to, yeah. When, as soon as you go backwards to turn around and run. But he yeah. had the, the, you know, the knowledge and, and the tenacity to keep running backwards. To Man, he nearly scored a hat-trick. Really... Remember, he got held up over the line. He, yeah. he, he was almost up for a hat-trick. And don't forget, he had a huge game against Parramatta last year yeah. in week two of the finals. That was monster. That was a monster game for me. I think yeah. he scored a couple that night too. And something I liked about that brownie when he was backing up, I looked at Jaden Sewer's face. And Jaden Sewer's just, the, the smile just, just came on his face. And that was another magic moment. There's so many magic moments the other night. And just, chaps, you... Uh, said about Don Murdoch, Mal, who was a, he's like a South historian as well. He said, Don Murdoch played four sudden death games in 1955 to win the comp as the replacement for a bloke called Clive Churchill. Mm. So wow. that's, that's that's a story that's, we need. That's right. Well, Clive got injured in that final game of the season, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, and Beck Egan's joined us. Mrs. Beck Egan, probably our number one fan. The, the moonwalk was epic. Paulo has been showing such pace and instinct. Such a great night up the Rabbitohs, and such was in capitals. And it, it certainly was a great night, Vic. Thanks for joining us. There she is. There she is, the queen of Rabbitohs TV and Rabbitohs yeah. Radio. Thought she now, was good like back in the day. Now, uh-huh. Our listeners that have been listening for years, they know we've been doing some bold predictions, and I, I got one right last year. The boys didn't get any. We're going to go through them right now. Do you, just, do you just want to go through them or what? I'll, 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 go, I'll start it off anyway. Yeah, take us through. I've got, I've got a vague memory of mine, and I think mine's still going at the moment. So. Oh, well, yeah, mine and yours are still running. But Mavo was outstanding this year. You almost got all three of them right. He said... Nah, you can't roosters, be giving Mavo a wrap. The Roosters to miss the top four. Bingo. Mavo's on the board after he had that real grey area about the forwards last year. <laughs> and he said, we will win the final 12 games of the year, which was a massive bowl prediction. And we won 11. Wow. He got beat by one of them. I think it was Penrith, but it was 25. That's, that's, that's good. Well, and the referee, draw, and, and that... don't worry, the referee robbed us that night. I don't care what anyone says. Yep. And his other one was key on the play origin. Well, mate, he, he was picked there. He was in that. He was a sort of like an 18th man, wasn't he? Maybe? Or... Yeah, he got called into the. He got called into camp. Um, so that was almost. We, we can't give it to him. But just nah, well, Look, he would have got, got a tracksuit, but he didn't get a jumper. He, no, yeah, yeah, well, look, he got one but, out of three. One out of three ain't bad. Now, Brownie, 
Latrell to play Origin? Yeah, he got that one. Latrell jumped. And he, he also said he'll be in the centres, and you got that right too. I don't know how bold that one was, but Rabbitohs well, to win the well, minor uh, premiership. Just, just, just to touch on that, chaps, uh, I thought it was bold because he, he, he'd left uh, his last stint in Origin, he'd left. Yeah, true. Um, he, he left a sour taste in, in the mouth of, and the, of the coaching staff, and um, there was a bit of a hiccup there. But look, he played his way back into that origin, and they he he forced their hand to pick him. Yeah, well, yeah. You, you got you all got one there, mate. You minor premiership, you missed out there. That was a little bit well. Um, by one win, but, but we only were out of it by one win. But Melbourne Storm were well ahead in the um, four and against. Grand final winners. That one is still still yet to happen. I had to one up him there. I said South will win the grand final 13 plus, and I stand by that too. I don't care who we play. Oh, yes. And I said Latrell Mitchell to lead line break assists and try assists this year. Unfortunately, he was suspended for about 10 games, but um, <laughs> one of his best mates, Cody Walker, he led the line break assist this year and the try assist. And yeah. the other one I got was correct. Blake Taff, who had a syndesmosis injury at the time of this prediction, I said he will debut this year, and not only did he debut, he's playing fullback in the grand final next Sunday. How about that Sunday week? Wow, so, so good. We'll, we'll we'll touch on that next week, and we'll get a final result on that. Now, at the moment, it's sort of so one. We had a nine. We had we had three each. Out of nine, we we we've got seven right so far, just about. Yeah, and the most satisfying was tipping the Roosters not to make the top four. Shout out to all our Roosters friends. <laughs> you're in a rebuild. You're rebuilding. You know, yeah, five or ten years, you might make the. Or again, if you're lucky. But, but not only bone to, I still got a bone to pick with you, blokes, because I won it last year and I was supposed to get a food up there at Pinocchio's at the Juniors, one of the great Italian foods in the area. And I can't wait for that to open again because we're going to go up there and our families are going to have a, uh, a little Christmas dinner one night, boys, I think. That, that'll Definitely. be certainly on all the boys and girls will come up. Come on. So just, just going back to them Rooster supporters, uh, they've lost a couple of times this year because obviously, you know, they got knocked out of the semis a couple of weeks ago and... and on Mad Monday when we're still playing. But they also turned to be a Sea Eagle supporter last night. A lot of them Rooster supporters. Low, low, uh, blokes, low blokes. They got beat once again. So <laughs> shout out to all you Rooster guys. <laughs> and you know what? They haven't made a prelim final since Latrell left. So that, that streak continues, mate, because well, of, there you go. Because because of the Bambino. Because of the Bambino. Now, Norman Koshinek, who's a big fan of the show, like I said, he said, this is the best show yet. And I think it has been. It's so enjoyable that we're in the grand final. And you know we've and we had Terry Hill on, and thanks for everyone that's been joining us. And Rob Trelaw's put the words for the South song up. And what we're going to do for you, Rob, we're going to sing that before we go, Brownie. Yeah. All right. So let's just have a quick look at the, the grand final now. The big game on tonight. It's on at four o'clock. It's on soon because the AFLGF's on, and they don't want to clash with that. So our hope is that they go out there and bash each other. It goes to for about a hundred minutes of golden point. And they, they limp into the GF with an eight-day turnaround. We've got the extra day off. Look, I think the, sto uh, the storm will be too good. And then it's just going to be this week of the Rabbitohs v the purple enemy down south. A bit of bleak city versus the mighty South Sydney <laughs> Rabbitohs. But we'll wait and see. Penrith aren't without a hope. Uh, Brownie? Oh, look, I, I disagree, mate. I think Melbourne are going to be way too good. I think Penrith have been... Uh, off the pace over the last few weeks, we've indicated that they've only scored two tries in the finals appearances. Uh, both of them came off kicks. I, I think their attack has lost their edge um, and their spark. Uh, to be honest, I, I don't. I can't see Penrith, Penrith 
scoring a try against Melbourne. I just think they will shut them out of the game and, and Melbourne will go on and win convincingly, similar to what we did last night against Manly Sea Eagles. Yeah, well, it's, it's only going to go one. It'll go one or two ways. I think Melbourne blow them off the park, and it's all over by half time, a bit like us last night. Or if Melbourne, Penrith can just get them in that knock them down grind and put them off their game and just a lot of energy and defence and really put some pressure on their kickers, you never know, mate. It might be just a, a 13-12 win, Penrith. Nathan I'm hoping Cleary that. I hope they bash each other. Uh, I, I, wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind playing Penrith in the grand final because there's like we spoke about storylines at the top of the show. Oh. What about what about Wayne Bennett versus Ivan Cleary again? <laughs> yes. It'd be sensational because we've had all this drama with them. And you know, we could call it the Darren Brown Cup. Captain both. Yeah, clubs. Well, yeah the Darren so, Brown Cup. <laughs> well, I sort of in the back of my mind hope that that's how it happens because Captain but, both clubs. Either way, it's gonna be a big clash. I might, I might get a call up to give him a speech. Yeah. Has anyone ever done that? Is there, are you the only person that ever captain South and Penner? We might have to. I'll have to dig that one up and have a look. Uh, maybe Mal, uh, Mal who's listening, he might know, or Mark Sivis, Sivo. So we might have a look at that one. And yeah. there you go, Brownie. Well, we, we can get you on the show this week, Brownie, uh, <laughs> as part of our star lineup of. Uh, of Panthers and um, I'll just unveil another guest we are going to get on this week, and he's a mate of mine, a childhood friend of mine, and he was a great athlete growing up. And he walked away from the game a couple of times. And South Junior, Mad South fan, Todd Byrne. Now I know Sats is the grand final hero for tackling him, but we'll get his version of the story, and he can tell you a little bit about his uh, childhood growing up at Matraville. His parents still live in the area. He's, mm. he's still around the area. So yeah. Toddy Byrne, another Wolfie as well. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Just to. Uh, Explain to everyone, all the viewers, what's happening during the week. Where it's very early days, and we're trying to put together some shows uh, that, where we speak to a number of the 2014 members of the South Sydney uh, glorious, victorious grand final winning team. So we're just in the process of trying to get a, a few numbers and getting in contact with them players, and hopefully we can bring them stories to you guys. Yep. Yeah. Okay, we'll wrap it up, boys. It's been a good show, and just before we go. Please buy Colin Whelan's book, Drinking in the Rivers. There's a 21% discount on his website, and we'll provide a link in the episode website. Such a good book. That is such a good book, mate. Yeah. He is. He tells a story like no one else. I love no. talk. I can't wait to have a beer with Colin, mate. Okay, you mentioned you mentioned uh, 21% discount. I might wait. I mean, I've got the book <laughs> already, but I might wait until next Monday where I'll get 22%. Goes up to 22%. One year for every comp we've won. So let's take it out, Brownie, with the song. Start, it goes like this. Oh, now that we're that all around, around the bar, bar. and the and captain declares it a quorum, we're drinking away through the night, night. and we're having, having the time, time of our lives. lives. Throw the, em the empties away, start, start again. again, start again. All the boys of South, South Sydney, Sydney are together, and we're all drinking till the dawn breaks. And may the session of South Sydney last forever. Up the Rabbitohs! Thanks for listening to Rabbitohs Radio Podcast. Proudly presented by What If, official travel and pathways partner of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Support the club and visit whatif.com forward slash Rabbitohs to book your next trip. 
Don't forget to use the code RABBITOS15 to get 15% off selected hotels. Conditions apply. What if it's Aussie for travel?